When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Right, before we get into this podcast, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe. But also, we've got a couple of brilliant offers for you that I just want to share with you some people that help make our podcast possible firstly cornerstone purveyors of the finest razors you can get according to us yeah in our opinion the finest i mean they've won awards in the past we we tell you they're great but just give it a go and do you know why they're so why why they're so good tim they spend their money on developing razors not on expense not on expensive lawyers or not on mass marketing tv adverts exactly right instead they, they say do you know what Let's let's tell Tim, JB, and Phil just to give us a mention because we know because the people that listen to them know their onions. Exactly right. Exactly right. So we have got a great deal for you. Give Cornerstone a go. The original mail order razor company, not one of these Johnny Come Latelys that are trying to do what Cornerstone have been doing for years. And these Johnny Come Latelys, Harry that have, Come Lately, Harry Come Lately, that have their plastic uh, razors. Ugh, awful. Why would you have a plastic razor when you can get a? Who knows. Who knows? You can get an amazing aluminium shaft engraved with your initials. You can get your starter pack, your six precision-engineered razors in a presentation box delivered to you for four pounds. Amazing! Stuff. Less than the cost of a pint. Four pounds, unless you go to oh, well, we- unless two- you're drinking Weatherspoons, yeah, it's a pint points. and a half. Two pints in Weatherspoons, <laughs> or half a pint on some rooftop bars. So you know, it, it depends where you drink. Exactly. Four quid by going to cornerstone.co.uk forward slash egg chasers. That's cornerstone.co.uk forward slash egg chasers um, uh, I would I would, I would. <laughs> and also quickly uh, get yourself a beautiful merino wool egg chasers jersey in that in between season stage we're in at the minute you want something that's going to keep you cool if you have a mm. if you have one of those Indian summer warm days or actually it's going to keep you warm How, when there's a slight chill in the air how does it know <laughs> merino wool it's just clever like that yeah it's uh you don't, you don't want a two-tone jersey, you want a, you want a two-temperature jersey, and that's what we got for you in the wonderful Egg Chasers colours with our crest. Uh, go and get it from akumashops.com forward slash Egg Chasers. Fantastic. Right, let's get on with the pod. Hello, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. I'm just going to get straight into it because uh, uh, there are loads of these episodes going to be popping up during the World Cup. Just get subscribed and we can get into the rugby and we'll keep them coming in your feed. Uh, and I'm Tim, that's JB, that's Phil. Hello, Timothy. Hello, we've, had, Tim. we've, we've had a little bit of a breather since our last podcast. Not me, I'm still bunged up. <laughs> caught, <laughs> caught up on uh, on a bit of the NFL action and just had a little bit of a chat and a cup of tea, but we are back. A Q&A pod, I'm going to broadly call this. It will meander in different directions. We'll get to predicting and talking about the other games in a bit. 
JB will have a special Premiership no, 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 Rugby, no, no. Let, rugby Cup section ha- at the end. So this is outrageous, right? You were at a Premiership <laughs> Rugby Cup game this weekend. All right. Tying your trade. And this is, this is the amazing bit, which we're ignoring. Even though the World Cup is on, Sandy Paul was pretty much full. Yeah, that was incredible. That is incredible. That is amazing. Like, the AJ Bell wasn't full, but it was pretty, <laughs> bit, much, much more busy than, uh, uh, than normal. Yes. I mean, people were going out to watch club rugby during the World Cup, that is important. That is one of the beauties of the, world, the, the games being in the morning. And I have to say, I, I watched the the games today, Sunday as we record. I watched the um, Ireland-Scotland game and the England-Tonga game. I watched that at Marlow Rugby Club. I was staying with some friends who live in Marlow. Their yep. kids go to Marlow Rugby Club. This says everything about rugby. My lad Louis is uh, at the under-12s for our local team. Who's your local team? Broughton Park. Whatever. He, uh, <laughs> he, went, he, he went to Marlow. We were staying there. And he just went, do you reckon I could train? He went along, spoke to the coaches, said, can I join in? They were like, yeah, come on in. Awesome. Come and have a session. Brilliant session. The, 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 they've got barbecues and stuff. They've got TVs outside, TVs inside, barista, getting the proper coffees barista? on. Wow. It was, there were, it, the place was packed. Brilliant atmosphere. It was, uh, so that, that's what I would say. Even if you don't go to your local rugby club, because maybe you've stopped playing, uh, if your kids don't play or whatever, but whatever the case, just, Get to your local rugby club for some of these games because there'll be stuff going on near. More. There'll be stuff going on near you. We um, we we at Didsbury. I mean, the, the thing which I, one of the things, one of the many things I love about playing at Didsbury to, uh, at Didsbury Talk H training at uh, eight o'clock. Uh, <laughs> ding uh, ding yeah, ding! Yeah, where's the gong? Where, 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 where the hell's the, the bell? <laughs> is the amount of people that we get down just to have a beer, just to watch either whether it be on the minis on a Sunday or you know during. Um, Saturday for, for Saturday for, for ones and twos is absolutely phenomenal, and that's exactly what you should be doing because it's a great way to spend your Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. Community rugby done. Totally box, box ticked. Difficult interviewing the young lad. We talk about Premiership Rugby Cup. Oh a bit. come on! We've got, the, we've got the World Cup. We, yeah, we, we can touch on it, but come on, we should prioritize. But what about the two Dupriers that played? Phil, Phil has prepared a World Cup Simon, quiz. Simon Hammersley played. The Hammer, Lord Hammer of Hammershire. Phil has prepared a World Cup quiz. Come on, Phil. We have got a World oh, Cup quiz. So this was... Saracens kids battered wasps. <laughs> a decent wasp side as a well. Decent wasp. Saracens kids. Anyway, God. So this is this is Can't a World Cup quiz that was specifically written for our live show, but because we had so many great questions and so everything many. else, so much so much other good stuff going on, and JB's uh, hashtag JB twenty twenty, which we need to talk about actually. Campaign. I've done nothing about it, and I think I might miss the deadline. <laughs> Um, what? So we, it, it's been postponed for a couple of weeks. So the format is slightly different to normal. Yes. It is going to be a fastest finger first. Oh, oh, like, um, do you, should we say our name? Yes. Okay. So you can shout out your name. In oh, fact, no, well, no, 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 no. Let's, let's pick something else. What would, what, can we have our buzzer as, uh, our, our buzzer, no. our buzzer has to be a... Uh, why don't we do uh, the old university, university challenge thing and you just want to shout the name of your school as well. Uh, <laughs> As long as you can. St. Bartholomew's Newbreed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, rugby club. Rugby club. There you go. Talk H. Rugby what's, club. What was, so, your, what was your club? New, well, no, really. I, I'm a new, I, I, newbie. Newbie rugby club's my rugby club. Yours yours is uh, yours is uh, Colwyn Bay. Colwyn Bay. Colwyn Bay. So Colwyn Bay and Newbury. Okay. Perfect. Should we have a little practice then? Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go. Um... Newbury. Bit more Colwyn Bay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I will accept Newbury. Okay. 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 So I will decide. Shout out. You both might shout at the same time, and I will decide who was okay. fastest. Okay, okay. Um, first question. 
And we've got 10 questions in this. First question. Which New Zealander joins Jason Leonard with the most Rugby World Cup appearances on 22? Beardmore Coleman Bay? <laughs> Beardmore. Uh, oh, crikey. Um, I'm going with Reed. Kieran Reed. Incorrect. For the steal? You read. Okay, you said joins. Which New Zealander joins Jason Leonard with the most World Rugby World Cup appearances on 22? So Jason Leonard oh. and one other person have okay. 22 Rugby World Cup appearances. Uh, R- Richie. Correct. Oh, I, I, the, the, you saying joins made me go. Oh, is it maybe maybe this is someone that's just got joined. it, or just uh, about oh, to get joined. it. No, yeah. no, no, it's no. fine. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. That's fine. Um, I'll take the point. Thanks. So this this is this was written prior yes. to this World Cup. Yes. Okay. I've not actually updated it, but I don't think it should no, no, change no, that's anything. Cool. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Question number two. Um, using the rugby championship and Six Nations as the defining factor. Of Tier 1 nations, which is the only Tier 1 nation never to have progressed beyond a rugby Bit World Cup? Uh, Italy. Correct. What were you going to say? Beyond a... Uh, pool stage. Oh, I was waiting for pool you to stage. say... Yeah, okay. Damn it. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Question number three. Uh, in Rugby World Cup years... The World Rugby Player of the Year has always won the World Cup, with the exception of 2011, ah. when the winner was only a finalist. But who was it? Oh, that's a... World Player of the Year. Uh, ooh, uh... So, Beardmore, Ru- Colman Bay, Stephen Lockham. In 2011. 2011. Oh, 2011, it was France, wasn't it? yeah. I, I was thinking the England world. Oh, what an idiot! Shit, who were the French players then? Oh, <laughs> don't know why I got two thousand. <laughs> I'm gonna have to oh, you. Newbury. Um. Oh God, it's the uh a French player in two thousand and eleven. Um, um. Oh, the little scrum half. We're gonna have to really uh, jump up to see Stella Saud. No, <laughs> it was not him. Yashvili? Incorrect. Who was it? It was the captain and... Fabian Pelouse. In 2011. 2011. It's Thierry Doucetois. Oh, oh, of course it was. Oh, he, all those tackles. Un- oh. Unbelievable performance in the final. Yeah, okay, fine. Question number four. Damn it. So it's currently Tim 1, JB 1. Um, question number four. When? Of course it was. What year was the last Rugby World Cup to only have seven substitutes? Who was the last year? It would have seven. Okay, so. Can you be? 2007. Incorrect. Bit more, call 2003. Incorrect. In the 2012-2013 season, oh, it went from was seven to changed eight. to have two prop the props, reserves. Yes, oh. much more recent. Okay, next question number five: Who finished third in the 2015 tournament, beating Argentina in the bronze final? 2015 third place team. 
Beard walk all day, South Africa. Correct. Do you remember where we watched that? Uh, in Bristol. In Bristol. This I bloody had. I was on holiday. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we. No one cares about the third. I place was on game. holiday. Yeah, I, we, I, I watched, watched the final in we Greece. Went, went to watch Bath versus Harlequins. Harlequins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the Dave Ward day? Dave yes. Ward day. Dave Ward missed all of his practice, practice lineouts, which was <laughs> hilarious. No opposition. Ward um, maybe, maybe a bit of goading. Maybe a bit of goading. Such I'm not very good at this. I don't, I'm not very. I, I'm, <laughs> it's been. All... It's like it's like as a as a as an athlete, I'm I'm built for endurance, not speed. Not I, don't, I don't like the, <laughs> the quick pressure. fire nature of it. Okay, question number six. Okay, here we go. Which stadium hosted the Rugby World Cup final in 1987? Newbury, Eden Park. Correct. Get oh, oh good of course, one. the bow ties. Good one. Uh, which makes it to all. Question number seven. Which tier one team, referring to our previous definition for tier one teams, has suffered the most defeats to tier... Bimble, Colby, uh, Italy. Incorrect. Oh. Can you complete the question? Which tier one team has suffered the most defeats to tier two opposition at the Rugby World Cup? Newbury... Wales. Ah, that's a great shout. Correct. Yes! Two losses to Samoa in 1991 yes! and 1999, and a loss to Fiji in 2007. So, 3-2. Fine. Fine. Question number eight. Only one member of the South African squad who won the World Cup in 2007 is still in this year's... Newbury. Tim Cocker. Franz Steyn. Correct. No! Yes! Correct. Come on! That's three on the bounce after saying you're not built for speed. Yeah. Uh, with two questions left, so that makes it 4-2. With two questions left. <laughs> Come on! Question number nine. Although games were played across multiple countries, which country was the official host of the 1999... Maybe Wales... I was I, Phil didn't give his say who he uh, I didn't say who I, and I oh what do I do now give the points the victor <laughs> who do you think got the buzzer first we can go oh no because it's more complicated than that too. and now right as you're listening I want you to hit the back 15 seconds and there's no just way know, this is this I is, edit this this is Wales v Fiji <laughs> this is Wales Fiji uh, not Wales Fiji this is our Australia Fiji and Argentina France all over yes, again it is Wales. So I, I was, was like going to say the, Wales. Give me the points. JB gets the points. Oh, outrage. <laughs> I thought you were better than that, Phil. To go to the final, final question. Number 10. Who is the only player to make his international debut? Debut. Bible call me uh, Dusan. Full name. John Mark. Correct. Yes, John Mark Dusan. This is an outrage. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> outrage. Yes. It's a draw, officially. Outrage. <laughs> Robbed. <sighs> there we go. Um, do not edit it. Do not edit it. That's fine. Let the results stand, because that's what it's all about. <laughs> Fiji have to swallow it. Argentina have to swallow it. Look, uh, I should have answered more of the questions myself exactly. better <laughs> earlier in the quiz. But nevertheless, go back and listen. I'm telling you, I hit that buzzer first. <laughs> well, I was just concentrating, uh, concentrating on, uh, on the game. I was controlling my controllables. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, right, okay, good go. quiz, Phil. Well done. That was great. Uh, right, uh, and, and by the way, contacteggchasers at gmail.com. We have had some... 
stuff sent through, one of which I quickly forwarded to myself and deleted oh. because I didn't want you guys to see it. That, that will come on a uh, on another episode. Okay, very good. Uh, there's some good stuff being sent. Contact chasers at gmail.com. Right. Uh, we've had loads of people getting in touch on Twitter. So just before we get into the, the, the games that we're looking forward to, let's get to a few of these questions. Okay. Um, oh, right. There's someone here. It's just uh, Idris Croft has uh, tweeted to at Rugby Podcast saying he was at a wedding this weekend in Spain. Nice. Um, again, it, it must be a sad, sad time for Spain. Uh, yeah. Like the yeah. whole country in mourning over not being part of the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, he asked for an Aperol. Um, they said they'd run out of Carver, and they suggested an, a Negroni. After hearing about it on the pod, I thought it would be fun. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> and a picture of uh, picture of him. Oh, oh that's so, nice. Uh, looks a good Negroni anyway. It does look a good Negroni. Um, okay. Uh, right, yeah. Oh, sorry, God, I should have... <laughs> okay, hold on. So I've got. Oh, based on today's perform, uh, based on today's performance, do you think England are just? We'll do these quick fire. Do you yeah. think England are set to f- to banish the spectre of twenty fifteen? If that means getting out of the group stages, I think yes, probably. I think if, if it means win the World Cup, no. I think, okay. Yeah, I think the more interesting question is how far will England go? Um, it can't. They can't do any worse than last time round. Uh, it would be impressive to do worse than that. Do you know what? They're quite unlucky in a way because you have to be unlucky to get the group where you could potentially go out because there's only ever going to be one group with three tier ones in. Just well, uh, the other one's going to have Italy in it. Yeah, exactly. So well, there's, real one, tier there's ones. one proper. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be one proper group. Japan, according to the world rankings, are a top 12 team. So Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, it does depend on your definition if you have a top 12 or if you have the rugby championship. But the, yeah, there's always going to be one with like two Six Nations teams. Yeah, or two. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. The point is, they've got an unlucky draw, so it's completely feasible that they go out again. Should uh, Kieran Reid be cited, says Will Butcher? Yes. I don't know what for, but yes. <laughs> uh, he just... Um, uh, it, it was a little video clip that's doing the rounds, and it was at a line-out. And I think, more than anything, it just shows how savvy New Zealand are. I love Kieran Reid so much. At, at, sort of almost doing like NFL blocking a lot of the guys in the line-out to stop people flooding through. Yeah. And, Ke- and in Kieran Reid's case, just kind of... Takes it a bit too far. Takes it a bit, takes it a bit further. I think so, it, I, I don't think it was, would be a red card offence, so yeah. no, it shouldn't be cited. It, w- it would have been a penalty if the ref had seen it. So you know, I'm actually happy that it has been brought up. I, I don't think it should be cited because it wouldn't be a red card offence because of the severity of the force. I'm happy it's been brought up because... They'll have to be on their toes a bit more with their uh, streetwise yeah. approach. So, if Nigel Owens is rugby's John Burko, okay, I would say that. Oh, and I'll explain that reference later. Uh, I would explain. Uh, I would say that Kieran Reid is rugby's Justin Trudeau, which is he plays the part right of someone who is incredibly nice, incredibly, um, incredibly, uh, incredibly sporting. But that's just a thin veneer because beneath it, he is about as savagely competitive as you can, poss- can possibly be. If there was a way to cheat or bend, I mean, not cheat, that's, no, to get an advantage. An advantage by he, any means yeah, possible. He would do it. And that is not a criticism. That is, no. you know, that's what he need, That's his job. That's <laughs> what he should be doing. That's why he has been one of the best in the world exactly. for the last 10 years. One of my favourite ever Kieran Reid moments was uh, Lions, Sam Warburton. Gives away what looks like a stone cold penalty, <laughs> stone cold penalty, and you can and the mic's picking up going, "Hey Sam, 
you know, that's that's just rugby. <laughs> and uh, you know, he taps him on taps him on the arse. Next thing you know, uh, the message comes down from, from the TML. Uh, yeah, scrub lions. What ref? <laughs> what <laughs> sir? What? <laughs> Not you can't do this. You <laughs> yeah. can't do this. Oh, I, I thought it was just rugby, Kieran. I thought that's just how the how the cookie crumbles. So the answer is yes. Cite him. Cite him every game. Next he's question. Up, he's up to something. Next question. Anthony Green just says uh, this is mainly about the TV coverage. Why is the Rugby World Cup logo so big on the screen? Because because it's a great logo thought of by brilliant people. Uh, yeah, also, I quite, I quite like it. I, I, the I don't mind it either. Um, also, he says way too much spider cam. It's hard to see what's going on, and it makes me feel sick. A lot of other people I've seen talking about the the, the choice of replays, and there's a lot of slow mo replays. I now that there's usually a host broadcasting team which do the whole lot or at least there's one team yeah. that are doing the the feed for everybody yes yeah, selecting which shots are selecting which shots out. and the the style of it leads me to believe that a lot of the games are being done by french uh, because the they art, love their arty slow motion arty slow motion the other flip side of it is i know this is one thing that i can imagine at a world cup a lot of people are very sensitive to is if you go after the salacious-looking slow-mos of potential issues and then that leads to referees uh, making decisions, it could be viewed that you're having an impact on the game. And I know that yes. I know that broadcasters have to be very careful about that. So a couple of things here. Firstly, the super slow-mo, I'm pretty sure, only exists because TV companies producing HD TVs paid bungs to, uh, to, to, to directors to put them in. Second of all, spider cam shots are awesome. But only as a replay, so I don't like them in, in, in live. In live, yeah, yeah. But when they have them, you know, uh, you're watching the anatomy of a um, of a try. They're awesome because it gives you a different a different view and a different look at how you know the move is set up and whatnot. Yeah, you can see the the play move, particularly for backsline moves. Yeah, you can see brilliant. the player movement. Oh, yeah. actually, watching a scrum from from a yeah, brilliant as well. Okay, um, this one says it, it talks about. Um, again, about the TV coverage. So uh, let's just broadly your thoughts on ITV's coverage so far. But this Joe Lord points out at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. He says, um, so there was the pick a mole offside decision in the French-Argentina game. There was the French player not rolling away when France stole the ball uh, to, to win at the end. I agree, that should have been a penalty to Argentina as well. Yeah, well uh, he said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. He says, and then two huge decisions at the end of the game, which were crucial, and ITV spend... The, their entire time talking about well they spent a lot of it he, he's in in joe lord's words itv eulogize about johnny wilkinson's drop goal f- from 13 years ago instead of highlighting these issues i will say this he is odds on point here during the tonga game today one of the guys doing the commentary just kept on talking about england over and over again as if he had no idea you know, who tonga were where they uh, you know where the players came from where they played some of the, some of the, you know, some of the things they were saying about, you know, they were talking about like uh, kick chase at one point, and actually we were looking at pictures of of a ruck, and it's like Marotoji's so good at uh, the kick chase because here he is rucking. It, it just wasn't very joined up, but on the whole, I think it's been excellent. I think it's been, been excellent, and I particularly like the um, the demonstrations in in studio I, With, I, I, in socks. Yeah, I assume they're in a, a, a very very sacred temple in Tokyo somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's called Made of Stone. Made of Stone. <laughs> Made Stone. Yeah, I think it's uh, 
It's, it's a very. It sounds, it sounds it sounds it sounds enchanted to be fair. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, on the whole, the ITV coverage. I mean, in, I, oh, by the way, that's that's in the uh, the um, ancient province of Kent. I think <laughs> oh, they, really? I think it's called. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, the ITV coverage is usually pretty good. And actually, yeah. that was only a, a one-off on. On, on the England game, anything with Nick Mullins in, I'll watch that. Yeah, uh, Stuart HS on on Twitter says, brilliant games, and they, it was a great weekend of rugby. The matches were great. Uh, he said, What's uh, question? Mullins, Ugo, and, uh, and Ben K are like a warm, reassuring hug of a commentary team. For anyone that watches the BT Sport, generally, I can totally get yeah. that. And, 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 and Flats on the sideline too, is excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he said, Paul Williams has just become my favourite ref of all time, and Japan can certainly put on a brilliant World Cup. So it's not, not a question, but... Um, a nice positive. What would, um, agree with all that? What would um, Grayson Junior say to that? Grayson Junior <laughs> would say, "What's the, is there a question?" Yeah, <laughs> what's the question? He'd say that to me in, in front of a live audience and the whole stadium for <laughs> the people I, that are listening. I, can you get me that drop? <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> uh, Richard Cooper says, uh, "Here's a question: Is five a.m. too early for a beer?" No, no. No. He said, obviously, on the proviso, you're not still out or at an airport uh, well, uh, where it's compulsory. Or or operating heavy machinery. Yes, and you've not got to drive. Yep. Or look after young or infirm, infirm people. In, infirm people, yeah. But other than that, it's fine. Fine. Crack on. Okay, hold It on. may be too early for a Negroni. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. I'd say it was de- 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 definitely not too early for something like smoke, uh, like, uh, smoke some scrambled eggs and Prosecco. Prosecco or a Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary would be oh, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, should there be a bias test people need to pass before tweeting, says Jabmeister. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This one from Rob Brian Smith. Um, sorry. No, just, no, uh, I, I, how, many, how many points will France beat England by? I, I could have sworn JB would have written that. Uh, uh, I would say France are going to beat England by... Two points, last minute kick, heartbreak. Last minute, Camille Lopez drop goal again. Oh, like imagine, Argentina. imagine. Adam Godelman uh, says, is the line-out throw becoming the new scrum feed? Countless throws were not straight and seemingly oh, ignored. No, but I will say something else. Uh, much like resourcing the ruck, we've got the cheating line. 
Cheating yeah, t- talk to me about this. Is this something that people are mentioning? I have never heard of a cheating line in my life. I've only, I've only played. Wait, wait, where's this called, coming from? Uh, it, it was Hugo. Uh, Hugo called it the cheating line. What is that? Uh, an offside line? No, it's when you run next to your winger for an inside pass. The cheating line. I've got a feeling it comes from the, the same. Yeah, don't ask me. It doesn't make any sense. I, I think it comes from the same stable as the uh, as resourcing the ruck, and hopefully it'll go back back, back to that stable <laughs> pretty. But soon. sorry, what's the move? What is what, what's happening? When so there's... Phil's darting down the wing, yeah. and then I sort of crab crab along, and I run that inside arcing line, and that is the cheating line. Now, whether it's a rugby league, it's not oh, so it's not a, not the line to almost block a tackler. So you're running. Just in front of, consistently just in front of, or to the side no, no, of a defender Manu who's ran, trying to get across. Money ran the cheating line. So, so I think it's like I think it's a light-hearted thing that a winger would say. So, if a winger has just got straight line, unbelievable speed, and someone keeps up by running diagonally across, yes. Uh, so, not running okay. the same distance, yeah. Then maybe. maybe, maybe it's just you can imagine a winger saying that. Oh yeah, you can only keep up with me because you're, you're you're running across the pitch. Not... That could be it, but uh, let's let's not make that a thing. Okay, fair enough. Well, resourcing the rock went away. Thank goodness. Um, th- this is an interesting one, which is off the World Cup for a second. But David Mullin has said there's an email been sent around, and I'm assuming this has been sent to, um, just around generally to to clubs. Okay. But at Premiership and Championship level, so this is from the RFU. A concerted effort has been made over the last two years to enforce game values and the rugby core values of team, hey, teamwork, hey, respect, enjoyment, discipline and sportsmanship. Blah, 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 blah. Interested. Unfortunately, at levels below the elite of the end of the game, a dramatic increase has been seen in players appealing. For example, throwing oh, okay. arms in the air Lost to seek a decision, generally back-chatting or challenging and questioning a match official when a decision has been made. It is now time Can to I... enforce a... And this is in bold capitals, zero tolerance approach to this activity. And we ask that you ensure that this important message is relayed to all of your match officials. So this is obviously to referees. Oh, interesting. Probably going to clubs as well. I imagine um, <laughs> local clubs will be getting some as I've well. I've got a story for you. Uh, so, so the, uh, yeah. That sounds good. That sounds positive. Yeah. So no, I don't like anything which says zero, zero tolerance. Yeah, maybe zero tolerance, but the appealing... Appealing yeah. and like, backchat. Yeah, so if someone knocks it on, you often say he's not on. So wa- waving arms during live play or appealing, calling for decisions, e.g., holding on or giving the referee backchat following a decision. The process to follow. Okay, okay. The processes to follow are uh, the referee's process to be applied at all levels is simple. What first occasion a player spoken to? This could be during live play. Uh, second occasion, the captain will be warned. Third occasion, team penalised. All right. So if it's serious enough, maybe penalised on the first occasion. Right. So what do you do then? Because I'm never going to appeal because it's stupid. But I could be at a ruck and instead of saying, Sir, is he, he's not letting go or hold on, sir, hold on. I might shout at the player on the floor, release, 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 release. Is that... Uh, is that a oh, I used to I used to do that all the time yeah. as a player. I, I used to like semantically get around actually doing the back chatting by saying things like go. saying things like great turnover. Yes, yes, Jay. <laughs> yes. Great exactly. body position, Jay. Exactly right. So you're still that's influencing the referee, correct. but you're not yeah. aiming it at the ref. That's just a smart way around it. Yeah, that's so I, I I'm gonna tell you a story now. I don't mind that. It's something I saw. It definitely was not me that did this. It's something I saw. <laughs> uh but uh, there were a, co- there were a, um, a couple of props, one of which wasn't doing so well in the scrimmage. And uh, w- the opposition prop to the prop the team that I was on uh, went down. 
And uh, the prop went over to the ref and said, "Sir, look, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say this in front of the lads, but between you, you and I, I think he took a bit of a head knock. You probably want to get him, you know, get him uh, seen off. In fact, when he went down, he's re- he's really un- really unsteady. He might have not might, might have knocked himself out. Uh, the ref <laughs> acted on acted on that intel and removed the player from play." <laughs> I mean that <laughs> that is unscrupulous, yeah. isn't it? It's, uh, that is almost as unscrupulous as uh, as the time a uh, never a club name. in Greater Manchester missing its star tight head prop in a relegation battle flooded the field with a uh, water w- with on water a on a freezing night. <laughs> I've I've never heard such disgraceful antics. I hope that I hope whichever club it was got their come up and it's a shame. There's no way to find out. Yes, let, let's hope there is no way to find out. Yes. I'm sure none of the clubs we were ever involved in would have ever done that, would they, JB? I don't think so. Would they, Phil? Abs- um, Absolutely yeah, not. I, not, never. To, not to my knowledge. Not, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> not that I can recall. <laughs> um, right. So anyway, thank you. At Rugby Podcast, there's loads more. I, I haven't got through. We'll get we'll get through them all, but I'm just I need to write them down because there's so much stuff coming in. It's um, it's hard to uh, second newsroom. Yeah, yeah, it is. I need to get the wheat from the chaff. So anyway, I'd like to do that little Q and A section. So just uh, if if you can end it with a question, that'd be great. A question yep. mark, <laughs> and I will get that little Paul uh, James, James Grayson. Grayson. Yeah, that'd be James Grayson who played reasonably okay actually at the AJL this uh, this weekend. By the you which, can, which you can cover that much later if you want. Which, by the way, there was um, there was a, a Jomo on the field and a De Glanville on the field for Bath. We, we, the the legacy fifteen is yeah, really fleshing brilliant. out. There's, there's a lot of sons of players that are looking quite good. Well, well Tom Curtis in uh, Sale is the son of Dean Schofield, and he's he is coming through the uh, through the ranks now. Very high, very highly rated. Uh, well, I think that's fly off. Excellent. That's good. Yep. There's, there's a lot of them in those positions. Yeah. Well, it, it's weird that they come from those positions, isn't it? Like, particularly if your old man was like a second row or something, and then all of a sudden you're playing fly half. Because I guess if you brought up with it, that's the natural place to play. Mm-hmm. Although, interestingly, the Dupriers, their father was a scrum half, and they are mutants. <laughs> Big scrum half. They're not. Hold on, which Dupri- No, not. Oh, I was going to say he's not old enough. He's not furry. No, no, obviously not. Jeez, no, 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 he, no, he would have been getting busy very early. Um, he, it's the Dupree who certainly was, probably still is, the coach of the Sharks. Yes, uh, yes, and maybe a French team soon. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, these boys are unbelievably huge, and their father was a scrum off, so it works both ways. Interesting. Uh, right, so let's let's look ahead to the games. Obviously, by the time people listen to this, Wales may have already played, but nonetheless, how do you see that one going? Uh, you, you picked up on a good point on the last podcast, Phil, where you said... England had the greatest, might have had the greatest winning margin, but they had the greatest differential in terms of world rankings. Yeah. So, just what's your gut feeling? Do you think Wales will have a larger winning margin or a smaller <clears throat> winning margin than England Tonga against Georgia? My gut feel is smaller. If you're a betting man, which way would you go? <laughs> um, if Rob Howell is in charge of that attack, <laughs> smaller winning margin. <laughs> which way would Rob Howley go? That's, it, yeah. <laughs> That's the important part. Well, silver line. At least he can crack on now. Yeah, yeah. Really get into his betting. <laughs> Joking. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I can't see this being the highest scoring game. Mm. I can actually. I really can. Um, reason being is Wales are really good, and although they don't score much, maybe uh, Jones comes in tries to put put his mark on the game. Although maybe he's more disciplined than that. 
the real thing I'm thinking is Italy hammered um, Georgia, and more recently Scotland hammered Georgia. Scotland, yeah, and Scotland pulled away towards the end of the game. Yeah. in both those games. So I I wouldn't be surprised to see them do substantially better than um, England. That said, and I've and I've said it, watch Georgia pull off the shock of the tournament. <laughs> I, I I don't think that's going to well, happen. Well, I think that the tier two nations that we've seen so far have performed. Really admirably, yeah. yeah. And I think that makes sense. They're coming in with all their focus being on this first game. They're giving it everything. <laughs> They'll. I, th- I think there will be some big, big scores later. But in this opening round, I, I, I kind of think it will be comparable, similar, but I'll say slightly less. So, um, okay, I've just had a thought. Can I talk about my thought? Quick, quick, quickly. No, let's do this first. That's yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's Wales. So that's fine. We we can talk about how Wales get on. I don't. I don't think, given that Wales have got much bigger tests ahead, it's worth really. We we can dissect it afterwards rather than talk it's about it. Only the, only the one game t- tomorrow, is it not? No. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And one game on Tuesday. One game Tuesday. One game Wednesday. Two games Thursday. Um, and is there any on Friday? Actually, just looking. Anyway, let's let's have a look. so Tuesday. Uh, oh, I've just lost the page I was uh, looking at. Russia, Idiot. Russia versus Samoa. Not sorry, not Spain versus Samoa. So, yes, so not Spain. Samoa's first game, not Spain's games. second game. Yeah, I think um, Samoa will should have a fairly handy win in this. Yeah, I, th- I think you're probably right. Actually, um, yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, right, I've got. I've, I've had a thought, and it's a thought which we've all thought previously discussed, but actually now we're in the World Cup, it's a good time to bring it up again. How good would a Tier two or a world a world shield be to play alongside the World Cup. Yes. Oh yeah, of course. It, yeah, absolutely, it would be much like the sevens competitions do. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, why would you not do it? it? Well, the reason it doesn't happen and it hasn't happened already will be to do with again follow the money. Follow the money. The answer is always by following the money and follow the money. And what do you have? You have club owners shelling out huge amounts of money on players' wages, and on the occasion where a, a big nation like France or England or whatever don't get a side through to the quarterfinals of the World Cup, you then tell... Um, what's, what's the guy's name at Toulon? Well, OK. So well, no, what's the guy's name at Toulon? Bougelard. You tell yeah. Bougelard or Bruce Craig, oh, yeah, no, England didn't qualify... England-France didn't qualify for the, uh, for the quarterfinals, but we're still going to keep England for another four games anyway. But three games. It does. I mean, yes, you are completely right, and that. that's what so it comes down to. I think of um, Cell Shocks, and you know they want really, yeah, <laughs> and they want AJ McGinty back ASAP. Of, of course they do. Makes sense. But actually, it's not that much of a. That's not that much extra commitment because um, you know half of those teams which we keep in go home anyway uh, after the second round. So it would be, and you know, the bigger picture. That's what grows the game. The, yeah, the, yeah, you, yeah. You you tell Nigel how many Saracens got? Seven, eight players in the England squad, or and around the, and Maitland as well. We, yeah, and Duncan Taylor, Duncan Taylor, but on the and Vincent Vincent Cock, T.T. Lamasatelli. You suddenly Figolo. You suddenly tell Nigel Ray, you know those twelve, let's say twelve, you know those twelve players in your squad. Yeah, we're gonna have most of them for a whole another month. But also, Nigel, next time you go to. Philadelphia or New York, you'll be playing in front of a full stadium. So, you know, flip a coin. Uh, that, that'd that be my counter to it. 
I do, I do see what see what you do. Yeah, saying, I, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't years. like it. And and when we saw the crowds at the England in 2015, they were incredible. And easily England would sustain a, 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 the next tier level. And by the look of it, Japan Japan would Japan would as well. Yeah, definitely. Possibly not New Zealand. Possibly. Uh, I mean, I don't it know. does add a lot of expenses to the travelling teams. I mean, I don't know what the USA coffers look yeah. like, but, you but know, the, keep all the yeah, guys I, up there. I think would the, would the television money be big for it? I, I, would watch, I mean, I would watch it. don't know what that means about yeah, me. Yeah, it, it's probably... It would have a small increase. It's not going to be a significant increase. We would definitely watch it. Because you, oh, you'd I would. stack the games as well. Because once, yeah. you, once you flip to quarterfinals and beyond, you only play on Saturday and Sunday. So you'd stack the games so you'd have a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You'd have like, yeah. Search. I mean, I, it, it would be... In some ways, I'd be more interested in that tournament. There'd be some significant logistical challenges because, I mean, how many people are going to buy tickets to the Shield tro- the Shield Trophy? Oh, a lot, I'd, I'd guess. And do you know who's going to win it? No, the Shield quarterfinals. Yeah, but I mean... Um, <laughs> like, there's not, there's not going to be huge numbers. But do you know who would win it every year? Uh, the Tier 2... So 20, tier... 2015 England would have won it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, oh, can you imagine? <clears throat> I mean, that is glorious in itself, isn't it? Watching England go go into. I'm not sure. I think what would have happened in 2015 is England just play. I mean, they probably still would have done well, but they would have played their second team. Potentially. Well, no, because they'd have to swap out the squad. You'd have to send, send home all of, your, <laughs> yeah. all of your good players and then bring in lesser players. Yeah. And you can only officially send them home for compassionate or injury reasons. <laughs> well, but, so you might have like a. I mean, I guess I guess heartbreak is fairly compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be glorious to watch England play the 2015 <laughs> uh, World 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 Shield tournament, <laughs> and they would back themselves at home. I guess <laughs> we back ourselves at home. Star, oh, be awful. star down the bottom in the. Shield competition. Shield competition. <laughs> when do Uruguay play? When do you Uruguay play? Uh, it's got to be tomorrow or Tuesday. When, Wednesday. Against uh, Fiji. So are we going to miss that? Uh, we'll be in transit. We, uh, well, we won't be in transit because it's 6.15am. Oh, thank God. Right, I can watch that. <laughs> uh, what time's your flight? Uh, 12 o'clock. Midday. Just after midday. I hope there's a bloody strike. <laughs> no, I we don't. Land- I hope it smashes into the Euro ma- ma- Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> we land in... Uh, Osaka at uh, just before one a.m. on the Thursday. What seats have you got? Are you sitting? You all sitting together uh, for the game? No, no, no. As in, in the, on the plane. The plane not not checked in yet. No. Don't know. Uh, hopefully, I'll be sitting as far away from JB as I can. That is so, not, so that I don't is not get, true. So I don't get ill. That's not true, Phil. <laughs> well, as long as you get noise cancelling headphones, that'll that'll kind of do away with the heavy no, breathing. The heavy breathing. I've, I've tried. tried I've, I've tried them before. JB can, I've, I've can caught him before with earphones in, not, not listening to anything in an attempt <laughs> not to make me talk. Noise cancelling headphones on with nothing, <laughs> just silence. <laughs> Set to neutral. Um, uh, yeah. So, Russia, Samoa. Um, Samoa, I think, should win that. Yeah, yeah agreed. Um, not not Spain. Are any, any two Alangis playing? No. Oh, wow. Never thought it, that, that, I never thought that, that day would come. So, on I the, what Andy Two Alangis doing these days? On the um, Andy, the oldest one. No, Andy. no that's Freddie. Fred. Andy, the... Andy, the one that got into a fight on Dean's Gate Locks. Allegedly, Fa- no, famously they uh, they got charged. Oh, okay. Um, um, if you're watching the the not Spain Samoa game, watch out for Amosa, the number eight, the enormous Samoa number eight who plays uh, uh, La Rochelle. 
And oh, yeah. Tim, Tim Nanai Williams at 15 yes. is fairly handy as well. Very handy. Where's he going? Is he where, who's he signed for? Well, he's at Claremont's. I think he's staying at Claremont's. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. There were some rumours of him coming to uh, an English club. Mm. No, I don't think he did. It was, potentially it was Wasps, but they went for. Oh him. yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. When well, they were looking for their big signing, you're right. But I think it went for Minotti. Uh, uh, so actually, looking through this, they have got some decent players. When Wednesday, we've got Fiji versus Uruguay, which is a short turnaround for Fiji, four day turnaround. So hopefully they get. Uh, they, they probably won't have Yato back after he failed his HI, but no. hopefully they'll have the, the rest of their stars. That is the plus them. side for Fiji. They've got Uruguay and then Georgia before it then is business time, and they've got to beat Wales. Yeah, on, on bloody the, hell! On so the 9th of October. Uh, two hundred twenty-two kilogram prop. That's nice. What? Sorry, not uh, props. Uh, so, sorry, two hundred. One hundred twenty-two. I was going to say, yeah, there's, there's no, there's no proper, or there's no one in world rugby who's two hundred twenty-two kilograms. Teofilo Paulo, uh, pa- Paulo. Uh, yeah, they've got some. There were some real names here. Oh, I can't wait for next Sunday already. Oh my word! I'm just looking at the fixtures. Australia Wales next Sunday. A week Ooh. today. Wow. Where will you be next Sunday? Uh, we were meant to go. Uh, is that Tokyo? That, that game? No, we are um, flying to um, Okinawa. Okinawa. Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed it, but sometimes these, these long stra- these long holidays can be very stressful. So we've booked a miniature holiday inside of our holiday to make sure that we're not overrun with stress and angst, and we're not yeah. working too hard. Yeah, because you know Okinawa is a very relaxing place. Apparently, it's where, so. it's where Mr. Miyagi was from. Yes, exactly. And there's a massive uh, U.S. military base there. So go and see what's knocking around. Yeah, nice. Um, Are you going to do a pilot episodes pod from the US military base? That's an interesting question. I've never considered it. I might do. You, you might be able to get some accreditation to get you in there for a bit of a bit of hospitality <laughs> in the American air base. With your background? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting point. Uh, okay, so yeah, those are, the two, th- those are the two games. I think we've pretty much run out of everything to say. So shall we, uh, shall we finish off? Let's do what? Let's do it. Yes. Tim? Yes. Uh, subscribe. Just bloody subscribe. Razors, Tim. Razors. Razors. Oh, I'm going to put that in at the very start because we should have mentioned that already. Fine. So you're hearing me talk about it now, but you're going to have already heard me talk about it before. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, hit subscribe and see you on the next one. Let the boys go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.